This is episode number 543 of the Inner Fight Podcast. Welcome back to another edition of the show and a big shout out to our show sponsors who are serving up a treat for you over the coming summer months here in Dubai. If you get some of your work colleagues on board, they have introduced a special corporate rate that you guys can take advantage of. Drop them an email, hello at smithstreetpaleo.com to hear all about that. Just get a couple of people together, give them good food, it's super simple and you get a super nice deal on it. For all other things Smith Street Paleo, please hop over to smithstreetpaleo.com. Welcome back to another edition of the show, folks. And this Sunday's show is actually a quick talk that I gave during my Coach a Coach here at Inner Fight just after I got back from my recent trip to France. Now, Coach Coach, for those of you that don't know, we hold it every Monday, 10 o'clock, never changes. In the first part of that meeting, we discuss a lot of details about the programming that we're, we're doing here in the gym for the mainline classes and also the specialty classes. Then we also discuss a number of different things about what's going on around the gym and how we can continue to help everyone get better. But one of the main focal parts, we spend about 30 to 40 minutes on this each week, is one of the coaches stand up and give a talk on a particular topic that they found interesting or that they just want to talk about and it could be a book that they've read or it could be something that they've learned and we always then link that back into how we can help use that topic to help all of our members and all of our clients that we come into contact with no matter here in the gym or internationally or outside the gym and help those people get better so it's a super interesting time for us as coaches helps us to develop helps us to think about things concepts that we're learning and how can we, we can implement that into people's lives and it's a really interesting time actually i remember that it was my coach to coach on the monday as i was running through the alps on sunday afternoon and i was like what can i speak to the guys about today and i was thinking about all the various things that were happening during my trip i was out on a training camp in chamonix with two clients that i'm going to go and run an ultra with later in this year we're doing three days of back-to-back training up in the mountains super beautiful over there actually coincidentally at the same time that we were there Edson, who is a guy that we've been helping from Malawi, was running in a race there in Chamonix. They had a whole weekend of an ultramarathon, 90K, a marathon, a vertical kilometer, and a 21K during the night or evening run. So there's loads and loads of cool things going on. So as I sat there on, or was climbing this mountain on the third day and remember that it was my coach coach next day, I just started to think about all the different things that had gone on that weekend, things that I'd noticed, things that I maybe not noticed and then forced myself to think about a bit more. And when I sat on the plane coming back, we flew back from Geneva to Dubai overnight. When I sat on the plane for the first sort of 20 or 30 minutes, I just started scribbling these things down and I entitled it Thoughts from the Mountains. And actually when I was doing it on my iPad with, with, with a pen, and when that bit of paper ran out, I'd actually got up to 17. And I was like, yeah, that's probably enough for a coach coach session. And it definitely was. And hopefully it will give you guys some value in this Sunday show. It's always a shorter version of the podcast, as you guys that listen regularly know. So I'll hopefully whip through these and give you some, some things to, to think about as well. The first thing that I figured out is something that I think... I'd known for a while, but it was reiterated on this particular trip is that you can always help someone, no matter what state you're in, you can always help someone. And this was kind of, this was kind of brought home to me when, when I was climbing up the, the mountain that day. And, you know, I just, there was someone that was in a little bit of trouble. They 
just looked a little bit tired and I just gave them a smile and I could see that my smile lifted them a little bit. And later on that day, someone actually smiled to me and I felt what sort of a lift it was. It was absolutely incredible. So the first point here is exactly that. You can help someone in some way. And, you know, we do that, I do that a lot through my social media as well. And I got a lot of messages over the weekend. Oh, it's inspiring that you're going out and doing it and running on these mountains. And I'm now going to go out and run. I think that's absolutely awesome. But it was cool that it, it works in, in both ways. So if you give that smile to someone, it'll come back as well. So I believe that no matter how down you are or what sort of situation you're in, whether it be a challenging one or just whether it be going, going through your life, just always know that you can actually always help someone we another, the next point number two i'll try and make sure that we get to 17 i didn't get this done when we were doing coach coach but i'm sure there's 17 on this bit of paper number two is no matter if you're at the front of the pack or you're at the back of the pack there's a benefit to both and we saw this sort of when we were climbing as well some people when they're climbing they just want to be totally left alone you know, what can you do when you're climbing up a mountain, be it on a bike, be it walking, running, however you're getting to the top? Like, what can you actually do? Someone's at the back, they're struggling. What can you say? Sometimes you can say some things, little words here and there or little sentences here and there. But generally, a lot of the time, those people just want to be left alone and they just want to get on with it. So if you're, if you're there, you're there and you're just getting into it and it's going on. If you're at the front as well, you can kind of help people in, in, in that way. You can control the pace a little bit, or if you want, you could have a crack. But, you know, either position, whether you're at the front of a pack, whether you're at the back of the pack, you can have a positive impact. You can also have a negative impact. And that's what I mean by that, leaving someone at the back. Sometimes it could be a good idea. The most positive thing you could do is just leave that person to, to, to be on their own and to suffer a little bit through what they're, they're going through because you might not bring any benefit. So no matter where you are in that pack, just think about where you are and also what you're saying and what sort of benefit it's bringing to you and to those around you. The third thing I learned was, and these are in no particular order, as I said, I just sort of scribbled them down and I'm gonna go through them as randomly as I went through them in Coach Coach and as randomly as I put them down. The third thing that's interesting is that I learned that a, a 25, 30% gradient is really, really steep, but I actually learned this on the way down. So I was going up the vertical kilometer on my own on the second day and I got to the top and everything was closed. All the, the restaurants were closed and I, I only had 500 mils of water left and I was like, oh wow. I'm, I'm, I was expecting there to be water at the top and I said to myself, okay, what's the easiest way that I get down from here? And the easiest way to get down was straight back down the vertical kilometer route and yes, it had been very challenging going up, but wow, going down was something completely different. It was literally like going off a cliff every time. So 25, 30% gradient, which is what that is, is about just over 3K up. So distance wise, but vertical climb on that vertical kilometer is a vertical kilometer, 1,000 meters. So that is pretty steep. Point number four, and I think this is really useful for a number of different people in a number of different parts of life. When you're climbing up a mountain, you, you get a lot of false summits. So what I said to myself, and I actually said this to myself way back in Corsica last year, it's never the top. You always have to be ready to go a little bit more. That doesn't mean that you have to sandbag a load of energy and stuff, but don't look up the mountain when you're climbing or don't look up and go, yeah, that's the top there because my learning is it's never the top. You get to that point, then you've got a little bit more, then you've got a little bit more, then you've got a little bit more. The time that you can say it's the top is where 
you've got the sign. It says you've reached 2,500 meters. This is the summit, and you can take a selfie. But just always be ready mentally for someone to say, you just need to do a little bit more. And I think if you train yourself in that way in a number of areas of life, you know, you'll work on a really hard piece of work for your boss. It might take you an incredible amount of time, and then he'll go and he'll give it back to you and say, I just need you to do this. You can either lose your mind, or if you're prepared for it, you can go, yeah, I can do that. You just tweak it, give it back, and it's still a great piece of work. So it's never the top. Always be ready for more. Point number five. This is something that I've spoken about a lot recently, and it's simply stop caring so much about what you think other people think. When you're out in the mountains, you meet all sorts of different people. People are dressed in funny ways. People are doing funny things. I dress in a funny way. No one really cares. Everyone's just out there doing their thing. So please don't be stressed about what you think other people think about you because of what you're doing or the way that you're doing it because they might not even be thinking that. The next point, and I think one, two, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, six. I learned that the GoPro Hero 7 is a really good camera. Tom lent me his when we are in London. It's got this image stabilization on it. I've actually since upgraded my GoPro Hero 5 to a GoPro Hero 7. That's how I shoot all of my images. They refused to answer my messages to try and make a sponsorship deal, so I shouldn't really plug them too much. But I'm looking forward to when the Hero 8 comes out. That's enough airtime for those guys. The next thing on my list is number eight, I think, and that is you must do things that you love. I think that's something that's just so, so important. The number of times that I was away that weekend and I just thought to myself, yeah, I love this. This is living. I just want to encourage you guys to find what those things are that make you think, yeah, I'm alive. This is living. This is really awesome. I'm really enjoying it. And I just want you to do more of that. I think that'd be, you know, that's something that is just a massive lesson. So do things that you love, all the good things that you love where you just turn around and go, yeah, this is life. This is living. I'm absolutely loving it. Obviously, to do that, and this is the next point, you must first find out what those things are. So you need to go out. You need to be open-minded. You need to go out into the world, and you need to try different things. Some people will try CrossFit. They'll like it. Some people really love it. Some people absolutely hate it. Same with running. Same with water skiing. Don't know where that came from, but that's something as well. So just go out and try different things. Be open-minded. Lots of people, when it comes to running, say to me, like, I never thought I'd enjoy running, but I'm just loving it so much. Same with CrossFit. We see it at the start. People are a little bit slow to come in, but then they just absolutely love it. So be sure to go out and find what that thing is that you love and just do it and just turn around and just think, yeah, this is life. This is really living. I point number nine or ten are we on now the power of social media is absolutely huge both when i was in london and when i was in chamonix i had people contact me through my instagram super nice people came out for a run and i sometimes i think when i'm putting stuff out on social media maybe it's therapy for me and maybe it's just going out there but actually some people are listening and social media is very strong and we're able to sort of create a really positive movement and i'm just super thankful to sharif and arash that came and contacted me, Sharif ran with us in London, and Arash was an awesome guy, ran with us in, in Chamonix, and showed us a few nice places up there as well. He got a lot of experience from that and had a super interesting story, really interesting guys that I learned a lot from as well. Another point, I think we're on to point two, which goes back to the second day that I did the vertical kilometer. I was alone and the the lift the chair lift that goes above it that sometimes distracts you had stopped there was no one on the trail at all there was no one at the top and 
I just thought when I was on the way down, like I'd been in a lot of pain on the way up. It was tough. My legs were tired. I've done it after a day of training. And I just had it reconfirmed that suffering alone is, is absolutely amazing. It's great to be out with people and to suffer and to have a team, but you do need to create that alone time and just be with yourself. I think that's super important. And I got that on the second day of that climb. It was absolutely amazing. Number 12 or 13, no one has headphones. This is something that I think we're, we're constantly trying to distract ourselves from the moment that we're in. You know, people will say, if I go out running, I need to wear some headphones or, you know, we, we, we need to have these distractions in our life. Well, I, we ran for around, I don't know if it was over, close to 20 hours, 15 hours up there in Chamonix and I didn't see one person with headphones in. All these people are just comfortable being on their own and being with their thoughts, that's part of the experience. There's no point in, in doing something and then ruining it and distracting yourself with, with music or something like that. So it was something that I'd not really thought about a lot before, but it really hit home to me. I think there is a, a, a time for music, there's time for listening to podcasts, but make sure that you're not doing it to distract you from the moment that you're in, you're doing it for, for a purpose. Number 13 maybe? There is always someone more tired than you. And, you know, a lot of these climbs had, and this might sound a bit ageist, but they had some older people on them. And I was just going, like, I'd be going up the climbs and I'd be, you know, I'd be tired. It'd be tough. And, you know, you start feeling, oh, I'm tired. And then you see one of these old people just doing it and they just look completely drained. They're moving at like one step every 30 seconds instead of like the pace that we're moving at. And I was like, you know what? I know it's not awesome leveraging off someone else's misfortune or weakness but i was like that's a great thought that no matter how tired you are there's always someone that's hurting a little bit more and is a little bit more tired than you are where are we going to i think this is point 13 14 15 16 17 yeah it's definitely point 13 getting down is not always easy and i think this is something we work towards a goal and you know well on the mountain the goal was to get to the top but when you get to the top even if you've got five or six k to go that's still another hour to get down so again the top is not always the top you need to make sure that you mentally save some energy in there it's not easier going down than it is going up you have to stay focused and that's the same thing if you've been working towards a goal towards an event you need to save a little bit of that emotional energy and that mental energy for the other side to make sure you come down in the right way i think another point here is number 14 15 16 17 yeah number 14 and we hear this a lot if so and so can do it i can do it well I think that's true and I think that's okay sometimes. I don't think it's always okay to say, oh yeah, if John can do it, then I can do it. Or if Paul can do it, then I can do it. Because you're maybe not setting the goals in the right way. But if that helps you to get more confidence, then I think that's an absolutely wonderful thing. And I think you should sometimes use that in, in a very unique way. It shouldn't be your why. It shouldn't be the basis of your motiv motivation. But sometimes for that extra push of confidence, and, and, and basically as a stamp of approval on what you're doing, if you look at someone and go, yeah, if they can do it, I can probably do it. There's, a, there's quite a big positive in that as well. When we look at the number of steps, and this is point 15. Yeah, point 15. When we look at the number of steps we took, I think we average around 30,000 steps a day. So this is a little bit of my geeky side. 50% of that was going up and 50% of that is going down. So if I've got about 15,000 steps going up, I actually figured out 
that if I divide that by two, I've got seven and a half thousand steps. So I'm gonna step up seven and a half thousand times to get up that one mountain of around, for a climb like that, it was around 1500 meters. So to get up 1500 meters, I've got to step seven and a half thousand steps. I then realized that all the time I spend making my legs strong, doing box step ups, and the way that I'm training my athletes is even way more important than I thought. When you break it down like that, I'm moving this 90 kilos of body on a step of somewhere around eight to 12 inches, seven and a half thousand times in a climb. There's two things there, train properly. And secondly, I know if I asked you to do a thousand step ups in the gym, you'd say it's boring, but that's essentially what walking is. That's what's going up to a goal is. And I wasn't bored at any single stage. So 30,000 steps on a day. That's quite a lot for those of you that track your steps. Point number 16 is super important. And I do this a lot, but it, I was, when I was thinking about my coach the coach, as I said, and I was thinking, I was looking out and it was a beautiful day. I made a video to my, to my mom and to our family WhatsApp group. And the point here is always let your family know you're okay. I think that's super important. Mom absolutely loves it. When I'm in all these places, I just make her a video, make her a voice note. I know dad loves it as well, but it keeps quiet. Claire loves it too. She always chips in on, on the family group. You know, always just let them know you're okay, especially if you're in some of the situations we're in. They're not high risk, but they're risky. We're on the sides of mountains. We're climbing up. It's physically a little bit demanding. Mom likes to know I'm okay. So spend some time and make sure you let your family know you're okay. The third, the 17th, not the third, the 17th and the final thing, someone's gonna call me out that there's not 17, but I'm like 99% sure that there is. The 17th thing that I learned from the mountains the other weekend when I was in Chamonix is just give. Give without expecting to receive back. Give a smile, give your time, give some knowledge, just give something. Sometimes waving was enough, sometimes smiling like I was speaking about earlier is enough but there's so much benefit in giving. It won't cost you most of the time. It won't cost you a cent. People don't wanna give a lot because it costs something. Your time, giving time is worth so much more than anything and all it costs you is your time obviously, but it really doesn't cost you that much. Stopping along the way to help someone along, just to say hello, just to smile. In the mountains when people are struggling like that has a massive impact in life when people are also struggling has a massive impact as well. Please just give. There you go. They are the 17 thoughts from the mountains I learned. Hopefully that's useful to you guys. Thanks a lot for listening into today's show. I'll catch you in this week's show on Thursday. Cheers.